Welcome, everybody, to the Skill Development Playbook Podcast. I am your host, Coach TJ. Season 5, episode number 21. I got a solo show for you today. Um, We're going to get into some penetration reads. We're going to talk about everything that a player needs to know to be an effective uh, penetrate, be able to to penetrate effectively off the dribble. And we're going to get into four ways to get separation to penetrate. And then we're going to actually talk about how to drill in a one-on-one session or in a group session. So I'm really looking forward to this show. I, I feel like I got some really good information to share with you, um, some really good information to give you to be able to pass along to your players or even if you're a player to to make sure that you consider so you can be effective off the dribble and off the bounce. So here's what I need y'all to do before we get started. Y'all make sure to stay on after the show. I'm going to give you all my contact information um, and I'm also going to give you some information about some things that I'm doing on, on Facebook through my NBN basketball page and also how to get some access to some to some free to some free uh, resources that I have. So y'all be sure to stay on after the show. I give you all that information. All right. So we're going to talk about penetration and penetration reads. This is something that when I'm working with a player and we're talking about penetrating, we're talking about making a play, whether it's for ourselves or for a teammate. These are some of the things that I share with them. I don't think that it does a player any justice if we just give them a ball and have them memorize a sequence of dribble moves and then tell them to go to the rim and shoot a layup or go to the rim and do a euro or reverse or pull up for a jump shot. We have to be very strategic in what we're telling them. We have to get the players to visualize that they're not out there by themselves. So I'm always telling players to use their imagination Imagine that someone is in front of you and imagine that you have nine other players out there on the court. If it's a one on one, you know, training session and we'll get specific on how to drill that towards the end of the show. But I'm just trying to set this up for you to understand that it's 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 really, really important to try to get the kids to visualize and use their imagination of what it is that they're performing. We don't want them to be on autopilot where they just dribble up to a cone, go to the last crossover, and go to the basket. Now, I say that, and it comes down to this. Everything is relative to what you're trying to accomplish. What's your goal? What am I trying to achieve from this particular drill? If you are working on the player's handle, and it's more of, hey, you've got to learn to go between the last crossover, and we're going to finish with a layup, that's one thing. But if you're actually teaching them how to read the defense, how to make penetration reads, how to make decisions, there's more to it other than just dribble to a cone, cross over, go to the basket. Because the game of basketball is so dynamic. There are so many moving parts. We have to be aware of everything that's going on. So um, I got four different reads that that a player that that is going to penetrate off the bounce, they have to be aware of. Number one, your first penetration read, of course, is your defender. Now, this is something that I tell players. And when I'm teaching someone how to be effective off the bounce or effective off the dribble, I tell them, I don't ever want you to worry about your defender. Now, there are some exceptional defenders. There are some really great on-ball defenders that can make you take tough shots. But ultimately, um, for the majority of the game, they're going to have good help 
from other defenders. It's, it's hard to guard somebody one on one. That's you know now if you're an if you're an experienced player, you're playing against someone that's very novice or playing for the first time. Things could be a little bit different, but it's it's really difficult at times to keep a player from getting to certain spots on the floor. Okay, and I mean, and I say that, you know, injustice relative to you know to the situation, but um, it's it's really hard to guard someone one on one. You know, you want to force them to take tough shots. So as a ball handler, I want to read my defender. I need to know how they playing me. Okay, are they are they being aggressive? Are they are they being aggressive and and trying to force me to speed up? Are they forcing me to my left? Are they forcing me to my right? Are they playing me for the drive? Are they playing me for the shot? You know, are they are they playing me straight up? You know, it's like what is it exactly is it that they are doing? By knowing how the defense is playing me, that's going to help me be able to make a wiser decision when it comes to trying to penetrate. I don't want to just attack all the time and just just go. I have to understand and make quick reads. This doesn't mean I'm going to be slow, but I have to understand how the defense is trying to play me. Now, when I played in college, um, I was a good shooter. I could handle the ball. And early in my career, when I played at a junior college, a lot of teams would put taller guards on me. They would put taller players on me because they knew I could shoot, shoot the ball well, so they wanted to always be able to have someone taller to put a hand up. Well, when I saw that, then I knew, okay, I said, well, this player doesn't have the foot speed or the lateral quickness to stay in front of me, so I'm going to use my quickness and my ability to handle the ball to get to different spots on the floor. So then when they switched to someone that was quicker, but they might have been my same height or shorter than me, I knew I could get my jump shot off. So, you know, it's it's knowing how the defense is playing you and being able to to counter what it is that they're doing. If they're forcing you to the left, why is it that they're forcing you to the left? Typically, they might force you to the left if you're right-handed because that's, quote-unquote, your weak hand. Or it could be they're forcing you to the left because that's, that's where they want the help to come from. Okay? So uh, I know when Michael Jordan was struggling with the Detroit Pistons, they forced him to different side to different areas of the court based on where he's at. So if he was on the left side, they might force him baseline. Everything was force him left, force him left, force him left. Okay, so if he's on the right side, we're going to force him middle. But the other defenders had to be aware of where he was at so they know how to help. So as an offensive player, I got to understand my defender. What is it that he's trying to get me to do? And what is it that he's trying to take away from me so I could counter that? So uh, one of the first things we got to read is our defender. The second thing we've got to read, number two, is the help defender. Okay? Where's the nearest help defender? All right? Is there a single gap between us or a double gap? So here's what I mean by a single gap versus a double gap. A single gap would be I have the ball at the top of the key. I have a teammate to my left on the wing, and that gap between my defender and that help defender, that's a single gap, okay? Or let's say I got the ball on the wing and there's a player up top. There's a gap between us, okay? If we have decent space and there's a gap between us, 
Some players can turn that corner and get past that help defender. But if I have the ball on the wing and the top of the key is not occupied, let's say that player cuts, and the next player on the perimeter close to me is on the opposite wing, that's a double gap. So now that help is not there. That initial help defender is not there, so then I can try to penetrate. So we got to understand the help defender. We also want to know who is the help defender guarding. Okay? So if I got the ball on the wing and there's a help defender at the top of the key, who's, who's on my team that's at the top of the key? Is that help defender guarding a slasher? Is it a post player? Is it a big? Is it a, um, a, a three-point shooter? You know, all those things play a part in my penetration reads because if they're guarding somebody that's hit four or five threes in the game and they got it, and they got it going, their help defender may be a little more reluctant to help off because they know if they help off, I'm going to kick it to them, to my teammate, and their teammate may have an open shot. So they may be a little more reluctant. So I might want to drive to that side, just put that – that help defender in the predicament of, I know I'm supposed to help, but my man is hot. Do do I go? Do I stay? Should I stunt? All these different things. So we got to understand that. So we got to know where that help defender is. We have to know who they're guarding. You know, if they're a shooter, if they're a slasher, are they a playmaker? Um, are they a threat from the perimeter? And then we got to be able to read and understand, is it a single gap or a double gap? If it's a double gap, boom, I probably need to go. If it's a single gap, can I can I turn the corner to where that help defender can't get over there to help? Okay. So penetration read, number one, we got to read our defender. Number two, we got to read our help defender. Number three, we got to read the rotational defender. Okay, so I get I'm able to turn the corner on my defender. I get past a help defender. And now that third line of defense is that gonna be that player that rotates over. They're rotating, and this could be a player rotating from the corner. It could be a player rotating from, you know, uh, the wing. It could be a player rotating from the weak side. I mean, it could be a player rotating from, you know, the block. It could be a – they could rotate from anywhere. But, you know, where are they rotating from? That's what I need to know. So as I come down the court, I'm looking at my defender. I'm not worried about my defender. Okay, where is their help? Okay, all right, if I I get middle – Oh, okay, that rotation defender is going to come from the weak side wing or the weak side corner. Okay, yeah, yeah, I, I can hit that person. They can hit that shot. So I got to know where they rotate from. I need to know if they're a shot blocker. You know, if it's a 6'10 big that's leading the, the conference or the league or the nation and, in, in, you know, block shots, I need to be aware of that. I might need to go opposite from where they're going to rotate from so I can get my shot off. Um. If they rotate, who will be open? When they rotate, I need to know who will help them and then who will be open. So if I penetrate and I have the rotation of a big, he he comes over to help. And I would initially you would think I could drop it off to my big, but if the if the weak side help drops down, now I gotta kick it outside to the perimeter. So I have to know who who's coming to help the helper. And the person that helps the helper, the person they're guarding is probably going to be open. So those are some of the things that we got to think about. And all of this has to take place within a matter of seconds. I mean, fractions of a second. 
So we have to know where's the help, where the rotation is going to come from, who's supposed to help if the rotation will come over, rotation uh, defender comes over, and then if if they take away the, the drop off to the post, who's open on the perimeter, who can shoot it from the perimeter, who am I throwing it to? So those are some of the things that that we have to do. So we got to look and read for gaps. Um, we want double gaps. That's that's ideal. Um, especially when it comes when we're trying to drive the lane and get into the paint, we have to want to look for those double gaps. Um, because here's the thing. We have to make sure that the lane is open. Okay. We want to make sure the lane is open. So here's something I ask a lot of players. When the when the on-ball defender is guarding you, can they see what's going on behind them? Typically, the player, most players, 99% of them will say, no, they can't see because they don't have eyes in the back of their head. So that's why we always talk about communicating on defense. I got your help left. I'm, I'm one pass away. I got your help left. Or I'm one pass away. I got your help right. Um, you know, if it's a rotation defender, they may be behind and say, hey, I got your help baseline. I got your help baseline. So that player knows where their help is coming from. As a good offensive player, when when they're special and the defense is not good at communicating, I'm going to use that to my advantage. So when I dribble down and that on-ball defender doesn't, doesn't hear instructions from his teammates of where help is, that's when I'm going to try to penetrate. If I see that my post player or my teammate vacates the paint and there's an opening to beat them, I know that I can try to take that chance to beat them because they don't have any help. So those are some of the things we got to look for. So uh, real quick, penetration reads, your defender, the help defender, the rotational defender, and then the last one are our teammates. Okay? Our teammates. We have to be able to read and know and understand our teammates. We need to know if I penetrate to a certain area of the court, who's going to be open? Are they a shooter? Can they knock down the three-pointer? Um, have they been shooting? Are they having an off night or are they on fire? Are they having an average night? How's their confidence? Can they catch passes without me looking at them? Or do I have to make eye contact with them and make the pass to them so they can catch and shoot? Um if I'm driving and I'm dumping it off to somebody in the paint, can they catch the ball in traffic? Can they finish in traffic? Sometimes you're going to have players that they have to be by themselves, drop it off. They got to be by themselves and they can lay it up or they can dunk it. Um, and most importantly, are they ready to make the next play? Are they ready to make the next play? That's something that's really huge. Um, some players, you know, they don't want that ball. So you can look at a player's body language, you can look at their eyes, and you can tell if they are ready for the next play. So we have to be able to understand that. So four penetration reads that I teach all my players. Number one is your defender. Be able to read your defender, how are they playing you, what are they trying to do, what are they trying to take away from you, what is it that they want you to do. Um, we got to know the help defender. Read the help defender. Is it a single gap or a double gap? Um, who are they guarding? You know, um, um, the person that guard is, are they a slasher, a shooter, a playmaker, et cetera? Uh, number three, the third rate, the third read is a rotational defender. Okay, where would they rotate from? Are they a shot blocker? Um, you know, who's going to help them if they rotate over? And then if there's, a, if there's a shift 
in the defense as the defense rotates, we have to know where to make the passes. And then we got to read our teammates. Who's out there with us? Um, do I have shooters? Do I have slashers? Do I have playmakers? Do I have finishers? Can they catch in traffic? All these different things has to take place uh, for us to be able to be great at penetrating. Okay? So those are our reads. Once we have those reads, we have to be able to get separation. Okay? We have to be able to separate from our defender. Or I say separate. Really, I should say be able to shift our defender. Um, what can I do to get my defender to shift? Okay, I need some type of change. All right? And one of those ways is, is to change speeds. Okay, number one, if you want to be a good uh, penetrator, you want to be good at attacking, you have to be able to change speeds. That's fast to slow, slow to fast, you know, going real fast and stop, going real fast, stopping and then going, hesitating, you know, just being herky-jerky, just keeping the defense off balance because you're the only player. I tell my players this all the time. You're the only one that knows when you're going to stop, go, slow down, speed up. Nobody else knows. Well, God knows, but you ain't playing against God. Okay, so you're the only one that knows when you're going to stop, go, slow down, and speed up. The defense is just taking a guess, okay? And if they have film of you, then they take an educated guess based on your habits and the, and the way that you have been playing. So they have to take a guess, but you're the only one to know when you're going to stop, go, change the right, doing all this stuff. So, you know, you use that to your advantage, especially when it comes to changing speeds. So that brings me to point number two, uh, four ways to get separation, change directions. Okay? Change direction. We don't always want to go the same way every single time. Uh, my daughter, she's only nine. Y'all have heard me talk about her before. Um, but she played in the league this this past, actually, uh, early in the year. And she was playing against, you know, fifth and sixth graders. So what I had to tell her was, you can't keep going and going to the right. You're not fast enough to blow by them and outrun them and, and get, to the, get to the basket and shoot a layup. So they're running beside you. You're not going to be able to shoot over them. They're much taller than you, stronger, faster, more athletic. So you've got to shift, be shifty, go hard right, change direction, stop, go, you know, just being real herky-jerky with the basketball. So we have to be able to combine changing speeds and changing directions. All right, so you got to be able to change direction. You maybe go hard, left two dribbles, change direction back to the right. All right, the other thing that you can do to get separation to penetrate is to receive a screen. And this screen could be on ball or off ball. It doesn't necessarily have to be an on-ball screen. If I'm receiving a screen off-ball, I might still turn it into a penetration, and now I'm separated from my defender because they got screened. Okay? So if I want to penetrate, I might receive a screen, catch, and then on my catch, instead of turning and shooting or, or catching and holding it, I might catch and drive it and then try to make a play. Okay. Uh, on ball, of course, we hear this all the time. We talk about it all the time. It's very prevalent in the NBA, uh, professional leagues all across the world. It's on ball screen. So I've got the basketball. Again, I may have to change speeds. I may have to be herky-jerky. 
I may have to go fast to slow or slow to fast um, when I get an on-ball screen, but that allows me to get some type of separation. So if that defender is on, you know, if I got a uh, got them attached to me, I come off the screen, they now may be behind me. And then I might can separate quickly from them. So I got to be able to receive a screen on ball or off ball um, sometimes to get some separation to penetrate. And then the last one, number four, is just a combination of any of the above. So if I'm being pressured full court, I may change speeds and change direction, get to a certain area of the court, receive an on ball screen, come off the screen, I get separation for my penetration to finish my finish for myself, drop it off to the big, or kick it out for an open three. Um, I may receive a screen, but to get separation to penetrate, I might change speeds, come off the screen, catch, and then turn and drive it to be able to make a play for myself or for my teammate. All right, four ways to get separation to penetrate. Number one, change speeds. Number two, change direction. Number three, receive a screen. And number four, a combo of any of the above. So, uh, the last thing on this is how to drill. How would you drill, or or I'm going to tell you how I would drill in a one-on-one session, okay? So, a um, couple of things. So, number one, if I'm going to do this and I want the player to be able to make certain reads, I'm going to start as the um, – the the on ball defender. Okay. I'm the on ball defender. I need the ball handler or the person I'm training to be able to understand how I'm playing them. Okay. How I'm playing them. Am I playing them tight? Am I being physical? Am I forcing them right? Am I forcing them left? And I plan them straight up. Okay. Based on that, they have to make a read. Okay. So you give the player reads to make as an on-ball defender. Now, you don't want to give the player too much. Um, you probably just want to keep keep it real simple. One or two reads, maybe no more than three. But just something simple for them to understand, okay, he's got his right leg up. I'm going to attack his right leg. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go left. He's got his left leg up. I'm going to attack his left leg. I'm going to go right. You know, he's playing me straight up. I can go either direction. He's trying to be physical. I'm, I'm trying to keep his hands off of me. You know, just, just those simple, simple type of reads. You can get into footwork and cutting off his angle, how to separate, you know, on the finish. Um, so there's a lot of different things that you can do. But you have to sit down as a coach and decide what exactly is it that you want to teach that player. And then you teach it to them. And then uh, in like a block setting, you can do it in like a block setting. And then we go into, okay, I'm the defender. You're going to make certain reads. Um, you're going to make certain reads based on what, how it is that I'm playing you. The other thing that you can do is the coach can be the help defender. Okay. Coach can be the help defender. You can have that player dribble down the court and you can say, okay, you know, I'm the help defender. Is this a single gap or a double gap? All right, it's a, it's a single gap. So you got to drive in the straight lines. You got to make sure that you're tight. You don't want to come over too too far wide where I can get there easily to help. Or whatever it is 
that 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 you're teaching, whatever it is that you're focusing on. You know, that player has to be able to read and say, can I beat the help? Okay. What options do are you going to give that player if they help cuss them off? Right? So they got to have some kind of option. They drive, help comes. What are my options now? Do I pick it up and pass it? Do I pick it up and pivot? Do I pick it up and shoot? Do I back it up? You know, do I change direction? What are, what are my options? And that's going to be based on your philosophy or whatever it is that you're teaching. It can be based on your offense. You know, so you have to teach them that and then drill that. Okay, you're penetrating against your defender. Help comes over. Help cuts you off. What are our options? What are we going to do? Okay. Now the coach can be a rotational defender. Where are they rotating from? Can you get to the rim before rotation comes? Do you need to get into a floater? Do you need a runner? So these are all different things that you can do. So when you're looking at this and you say, okay, I want to work on this player being able to be better at penetrating, you could come in and teach them what you want them to read against their defender, right? Break that down. And then you can drill them into that, right? This is how, these are the reads that you're going to make against your defender. Next time you come in, you can say, okay, against help, this is what we're going to do. These are some of the things I want you to understand to be able to do against help defender. Help comes over, we're going to pick it up and pass it. Help comes over, we're going to, we're going to retreat dribble. Help comes over, we're going, to, we're going to change directions. Whatever it is that you believe or whatever it is that your offense does, those are some things that you can work on. And then it gets rotation defender. All right, so rotation defender come over. It's a big, he's 6'10", 6'11", 7 foot. These are your options. And then you drill those. So just from working on the coach being an on-ball defender to a help defender to a rotation defender could be three separate training sessions if you're organized and really understand what you're doing and what you're trying to trying to accomplish or teach your player. Okay. And that so that's what that's kind of the progression of what I would do in a one-on-one session. Now, if it's a group session, then what we're going to do is we're going to add the passing decision. Okay. So if I got three players and I have two offensive players and a defensive player, and I said that defensive player it's the help defender. Then when that offensive player penetrates, now he's got to decide if the help comes over, make that pass. Do I need to make the pass? Do I need to back up? But just whatever it is that you're teaching them, you want them to be able to do. So that help defender comes over, boom, I need better to make this pass. Okay, and then you can work on it with them particular passes that you want them to make. Okay, do you want them to pick it up and pivot and pass? Do you want them to make one-handed passes, uh, quick two-handed passes? Whatever it is that you want them to do, okay? When to pass, when to keep, what pass to make, when to make it. And then another thing that's important is what to do after the pass. I see a lot of players that will make a pass and it doesn't lead to a shot, but they just stand and they look. And then they end up being in a bad position. So we got to know what we're going to do after we pass. So that, that's it. That's um, penetration reads. 
everything players need to know about, you know, being effective penetrators. You got to read your defender. You need to read the help defender. You got to read the rotational defender. And you got to understand your teammates. You got to be able to read your teammates. Then I gave you four ways to get separation to penetrate. You got to be able to change speeds, change direction, receive a screen, or a combination of any of the above. And then we talked about how to drill in a one-on-one setting and also in a group setting. All right, so before I let you go, um, here's something I've been, I want to say. A couple of weeks ago, I did a, a presentation, a, a Zoom presentation that was through the virtual, it was a virtual uh, coaching clinic that was put on by uh, Layson Perkins and uh, Lee Klein. Uh, it was powered by Coach Tube. And I was fortunate enough to be able to to participate in that, and I had a great time. It was really fun. And I had over 200, 250 or so coaches uh, watch my presentation. And, uh, you know, they could be a low number. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how many other people had. But um, I got some great feedback. I got some great feedback. So, if you happen to listen to that or watch that presentation, and I, I, I gave everyone that wanted it access to my book. If you reached out to me about my about my book, you know, I, I really, really, really appreciate it. I got some great feedback from some different coaches on my book, what they really liked and what they learned from it. Um, so I'm I'm real appreciative of that. So um, you know, I and I gave everybody some free resources. Um Gave them access to my notes that I had for the presentation. Um, but I had a lot of fun with it. So I, I thank everyone that, that came on and, and watched my presentation. So um, before I let y'all go, let me give y'all some contact information for me. Uh, social media. If you're on social media, I'm on Twitter and Instagram. And it's at NBNBball. At NBNBball if you follow me. Um, if you're if you're somewhat active, then I I'll, I'll follow you back. Also check out my website tjonesfirm.com. That's t j o n e s firm f i r m dot com. Also the information on my book is on my website tjonesfirm.com forward slash sdp hyphen book. That's tjonesfirm.com forward slash SDP hyphen book. And also before I let y'all go, my last thing here, I have been doing the past two weeks on Saturdays, I have been doing a Facebook live. Uh, this is a where I will personally go through the workout and for the kids. And, and you know, this is something I'm trying to get back. Um, it's, a, it's really a lot of fun. I've enjoyed it. So, it don't matter where you are located. You could be anywhere in the United States. You could be anywhere in the world. Um, this is something that's completely free. I do it through Facebook. Um, there's no charge for it. This is just something that I like doing. And plus, I normally play basketball. Before we had all this COVID-19, I used to play basketball three days a week during lunch hour. Um, and... I don't get the opportunity to do that right now. So this is a chance for me to get out there and exercise. So basically what I do is on my Facebook Live, I actually 
give you detailed teaching and explanations about what we're doing and what we're and what I'm teaching. And then after that, um, I go through the drills with, you know, just so I, the the kids are watching on their on their device and they can see me actually go through the drills, too. And and we talk about different things. So last week um, we did one. I, I did a lot of ball handling, a lot of footwork and, and you know, talked about the triple threat. You know, understand. I, I wanted the players to understand that you can be effective off the catch. You got to be effective off the pivot. So we we talked about we talked about triple threat. So it looked like this is be something I'm gonna be doing for a little while. So if you want to join in, please join in. If you are uh, a coach or a parent or even a player, join in. If you got players that wouldn't want to participate, send it out to them. It's just a great way for uh, players to try to stay active. Right now, I'm only doing it one day a week, um, but it's about 30, 35 minutes. I give players, you know, a lot of information on that. So uh, my Facebook, if you're on Facebook, is nothing but net basketball, um, but it's facebook.com forward slash NBN basketball. So I, I try to do those every Saturday. I've done two of them so far. I got some, got some good feedback. People are enjoying them. Um, so if you want to join in, just just log on, uh, follow my follow my Facebook page. I make sure to usually around Tuesday or Wednesday, the week of, I start posting about the upcoming one and let everybody know some information about, you know, what I be doing and what I be teaching. And then also, if you have a player or players that would want the a PDF version of the of the uh, the workout, you know, they can they can direct message me the email, and I send it to them. All right, well, coaches, that is it. I appreciate everybody's time. Until next week, thank y'all, and God bless.